0: about a w today that was the cleanest one i've had so far yes we are talking about a w today i'm ron loose joined today by joe maris and joe initial reactions holy shit what a game wow i mean first off i know let's let's get this over
1: with friday oh yeah we're gonna crack them crack them yep we're feeling it it's a friday Woo. I think I'm going to be, I think, uh, let's, let's make a commitment. At least I am. I will fill my stomach with hundred percent capacity of beer tonight. (laughs) (laughs) That's an Italian sausage.
0: I love that. I love that because like you said, hundred (laughs) percent capacity was the name of the game today. Oh yeah. Big time. First time Wrigley since September 22nd of 2019 that they had full capacity at Wrigley and it was absolutely fucking electric. Yep. electric like i was unfortunately not able to be there our co-host cody was able to be there and yep very envious but like you could feel it through the television set today you were just mm-hmm. like, holy or the radio or however you right. listen to the game or watch the game or took the game in you were just you could sit there and you could just feel yourself i could i could imagine myself sitting in the left center bleachers with an ice cold draft beer in my hand just watching rizzo just pimp that home run into right field i probably would have thrown the beer it, yep. it probably would have been launched i would have just yep. been like ah! and i would have not even cared because i mean wow yeah wow. I, dude like it's, it's like, I, I had chill i had chills listening to, i
1: was i was listening on the radio all day while i was at work and especially that rizzo homer that just gave me chills man you know you just you could feel that you know down five to one you just felt they were coming back, you know. There's there's no way that they're going to lose, especially five to one in in this situation. Mm. You know, not that you know. Can't say I thought they were going to come back all the way the way they did, but can't say I'm surprised. I mean they they just fed off the crowd. You know, Ross said after the game that the fans definitely helped them back up. You know, I don't know what everyone's opinions are on that, but man, that that crowd was just awesome. And that the Cubs in was- the cut. The Cubs uh, reciprocated.
0: Yeah. I was going to say that crowd was absolutely bananas today. And even I, I remember uh, again, Cody, Cody said it, you know, I, I read his tweet, you know, it was like the third or fourth inning or whenever it was, but the Cubs were down mm-hmm. and he said, he was like, doesn't matter if the Cubs are down, this place is still buzzing. Like oh, it, yeah. it just everybody knew, everybody knew how crazy today was going to be. And like you said, the Cubs fed off that, you know, that constant buzz in the ballpark, even when they're down, and they're probably like, "Oh shit, here we go again. And then they're like, wait a motherfucking minute. We got 40,000-plus people here oh, today. Yeah. Bill Murray's about to sing his guts out at the seventh-inning stretch. That There's was awesome. There's five Hall of Famers here today. Like, like they said, it was opening day 2.0. Yeah, And, I mean – what better way? I mean, fucking Jock gets it all started with the home run. He had a hell of a day. I oh, mean, yeah. the Rizzo home run was obviously incredible. Sergio Alcantara just continues to be a fucking stud, and I just absolutely love the dude. And I Three triples. Three play. triples. That's insane. Yeah. And he's only played what, like 15 <laughs> games? 90. I don't even think that. I think that's too many. Like, he, he might lead the league in triples, and he's only played <laughs> since, like, the middle of May. Yeah, It's insane. It's absolutely insane. I mean, just – it was literally the perfect win. Like literally the only thing that went wrong was Cole Stewart having a bumpy start.
1: Right. Outside you know, of
0: that, Thompson got the job done. Nance yep. looked fucking incredible Tapera, There's a reason he got an MVP vote. <laughs> he looked awesome. And then obviously dirty Craig being dirty. Craig yep. Bean. Just what a day. What a day.
1: You know, not to just, we'll quickly touch on Cole Stewart. You know, it's, he got into the fifth, you know, all things considered, it could have been way worse. We've seen way worse, mm-hmm. but in this situation, you would have loved to see him maybe go a little deeper, just keep us in the game. You can't, you can't do both. Give up hits and give up walks. You know, it, you, you, if you're going to give up hits, make them hit the ball to get on base. Mm-hmm. You can't walk them and then just allow them to just single, single, double. like it's just. If you're going to walk guys, you're going to have to find your find your way out of the inning, and he doesn't have that strikeout stuff to be able to walk guys and get out of the innings with no damage. So he's got to find a way to just, just you saw like that first out against the Padres. I think you only had one walk. So that's the blueprint, you know, keep, just keep the ball on the ground. Just keep guys off the bases. Obviously that's the blueprint Mm -hmm. for every game, but especially for him because he does not have that strikeout stuff. So I think if he can return to that, that Padres game, just anywhere close just to fill in, obviously he's not staying the way he's pitching you know wait, wait until we get trevor williams and alzali back from the il he's gone you know he he hasn't besides the, that start against the giants wasn't great today all things considered it's not the worst we've seen worse like i said but we we do need a little better from him in the meantime
0: yeah absolutely i i think like you said i, I think cole stewart's day would have been a lot better just even minus the walks like i can tolerate a hit because at least you make mm-hmm. it work for it but like Four free pa- four free pitches to the pitcher of all fucking right, people. Right, like, come on, man. And again, like you said, like obviously we don't want to be down on this episode because it was still a great game. But like, like you said, going forward, right? That that is something that they have to be keen on. Is
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's honestly, if, if we're being entirely honest, the silver lining of the starting staff for the most part this season has been very good about keeping guys off the bases for mm-hmm. free. Sure, they'll give up hits. Sure, they'll give up runs. They don't walk a ton of guys though. Like that has not been the Cubs thing all year. They don't allow a lot of walks and that is why they've been able to be successful with, you know, the middle of the pack at best rotation that they have this season. Mm -hmm. And like you said, but when, when you're given these free passes, to guys, you know, Cole Stewart's, he threw what eight straight balls at one point to walk two straight guys. Like you can't have that and expect to win. Now, obviously Today it worked out, but that's because right. you know the Cubs bats got hot. They got to that Cardinals bullpen, you know, and and they showed a graphic on on marquee during the game. So obviously, people at the game wouldn't know this, but like it, they said, they're like, imagine if you're David Ross, right? And both starters are out of the game. How good do you feel, right? Turning it over to that bullpen, knowing that on most days your bullpen is going to outduel every other bullpen in all of baseball. Right. Like literally what the Padres and like maybe one or two other bullpens might be in that same echelon. But like, like you, you, you have the better bullpen when you turn it over to those guys. So it's like, you know, you feel good. Cause then you're like, all right, all the offense has to do is get to their bullpen mm-hmm. and we're money. And that's exactly what happened today.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It- the starting pitchers haven't done a great job of it, of letting the Cubs hitters breathe a little bit. You know, they're they're coming up to the plate behind a lot early in the games, but the bullpen has done a great job, especially bouncing back after the Cubs have scored a couple of runs, keeping the score where it's at. You know, you, It's demoralizing. You know, you, you score two and you come back and give up two. You're like, well, we're back at square one and we just put up our best effort. But today, like we've seen throughout this nice stretch, the bullpen's able to keep it where it's at and the hitters come back and just, just demolish his stomp on their throats. And it's, just, it's amazing.
0: Yeah. It's it winning really baseball. Is. Yeah, it really is. And like you said, man, I mean, the, the Cubs did so much damage to that bullpen is really where most of the damage occurred. Obviously they, they started getting uh, to the starter today. Uh, what was mm-hmm. it? Oviedo. Johan, Joh- yeah. Johan Oviedo. Oviedo. I mean, they eventually got to Oviedo, but like, I mean, second inning, you know, Carpenter, is able to drive in that run. It makes it 1-0. Then in the third, Arenado gets his, you know, first RBI of the day. That makes it 2-0. Jock, obviously, then in the fourth, you know, keeps it close, to one But then that fifth for the Cardinals was obviously the huge turning point, the Carlson double, and inevitably the Arnado single that got two more in. Um, but then, like, like we've said, I mean, they got to the starting pitcher finally. The pass ball, um, you know, scored uh, Willie. You know, that was mm-hmm. the second run he would score because obviously then he'd right. get that tank to right field later in the game, and then the Alcantara triple, uh, the pickoff error, which mm, it's it just warms my heart watching Yadier. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know what I,
1: I'm
0: the, I, I I hate to
1: see it. I'm the, I, hate hate to see it, Joe. It was boy, was that <laughs> is that sweet to know he's just <laughs> in the same inning too, where you know I like I said I was listening on the radio, so I had to go back and watch the the clips. Mm. Just unforced errors. Oh yeah, and especially from him, man. Does it just feel great? It, yeah. It's it just feels great. You could see on that pass ball, Alcantara who's hitting, he like you know he gets out of the way and he kind of steps back in the box like oh shit. So <laughs> I think it, it, it was Contreras. So yeah, Contreras coming in mm. to score and he's like oh shit, he's come and he didn't re- like just like that's how you know Molina really fucked up there, and that that just
0: warms my heart like you said. Mm. Just it just it makes me smile. And I know it made Willie smile later in the game. Cause he was, he was smiling round in the bases when he, yep. uh, when he hit that Homer. But then, like we said, then, I mean, the offense comes through sixth, obviously that, <laughs> that incredible at bat. I mean, that's oh just, gosh. and you know, let's talk about that. Let's dive into that a little bit. Cause obviously yep. that was the big talk today's game. I mean, he just, what an incredible job, you know, and he talked about it at the end of the game, you know, he was interviewed after the game on marquee and, he said, he's like, yeah, I just battled. He goes, you know, Ponce de Leon, everything was high, high, high. So, you know, and I was, he said, he's like, I was in swing mode. So I got a swing. I just at least got to get a piece of it. Mm-hmm. And he did. I mean, fuck. I was watching at that point on the game day app because I had to step away. And that was actually fun to watch on the game day app because, you know, you get the anticipation of not knowing what's going on. And then mm-hmm. you see a strike come in, but then you read foul. And you're like, ooh, you got another one. And then he does it again and he does it again and he does it again. And I was like, holy shit. I was like, he just worked the 10 pitch at bat. And then he got to 12 and I'm like, uh, and I literally, I thought to myself, I was by myself. So of course I can't, there's nobody can be like Ron called it. I was like, right. I swear. I want that little blue dot that says in play runs because uh-huh. if Anthony Rizzo goes deep after this at bat, I'm going to lose my freaking mind. And what does he do? Two pitches later after I'm thinking that boom. And I'm mm-hmm. like, let's fucking go. I'm yelling and screaming in my car. There's probably people that were like watching on the side of the road, like, is this guy okay? Is he fine? What's going mm-hmm. on? Like, he's really excited <laughs> about something. I yeah, really excited because Anthony Rizzo hit a fucking moonshot inside the, the game. Yeah, and then obviously yeah. they didn't look back.
1: Right, Ron Coomer, too on the broad, on the radio broadcast. He was like, you know, you'd love. He's like, the crowd's on their feet for all these foul balls, and each one, the crowd's getting louder. He's like, I can't imagine what it's going to be like if he ends this with a
0: home run. And sure enough, oh boy. Boom yeah and that place went bananas like that was yeah that was that was the climax of the day in terms of yeah. like crowd noise right By that far, replay none. yeah
1: that replay of Rizzo running around the bases just screaming oh boy
0: I got chills just thinking about it exactly I know <laughs> I was I, honestly I am so envious of Cody and all the other 40,000 plus people that were there mm-hmm. they got to see that in person and
1: maybe minus 5,000 Cardinals fans
0: yeah fuck them <laughs> Even honestly, yo, they'll probably look back on it in ten years and be like, "Actually, that all things aside, that was a cool moment." moment. It's so like that on
1: the piazza home run, you know, yeah. a little, a little less serious, but
0: <laughs> right. I mean, it's just in general, like it's, it's like any good play. Like you can appreciate a good play if you're a baseball, of course. Player. And that was incredible. I mean, you work a 14 pitch at bat and you go yard, and like again, does he do that if it's not 100 percent capacity? We'll never know. But yeah. like, it's a fun little you know spin zone to be like, well. And he said he's like the yeah the crowd noise definitely helps like you feed off the energy mm-hmm. of the fans, and I mean Wrigley, I mean there was I don't know about you Joe because I know you went to a couple of games obviously before 100 this year mm-hmm. I did as well, like even at like 25 percent capacity when I was first going to the games, that still felt incredible. Oh, yeah, like ten thousand fans on their feet was still like, it it was you could feel it. Mm-hmm. Forty thousand yeah. people. Yeah, I mean oh I was there. God. I was
1: there most recently. On um, Memorial Day, when both Baez and Wisdom had the two homers, and it was and 60%. Both, yeah, right, and Baez for both of his homers, the crowd, the crowds on their feet yelling Javi, and he puts one in the seats, and you're, everyone's going crazy. And you're like, "How? Are you? You're like, this isn't a hundred percent."
0: Could I you? Can't. Could you imagine that at a hundred percent? The oh, two boy. hobby homers. If you're chanting Javi, Javi, and he just nukes one, and you're just, mm-hmm. oh my god, that place would go apeshit. Absolutely apeshit.
1: So I'm looking forward to it. Like I, I've mentioned before on a couple of previous shows, I'm going Sunday night. So I'm so jealous. I'm looking forward
0: to it. I'm so jealous. You you don't know how close I am to just buying a ticket and saying fuck it, and right? Going. Like right. oh, I want to go so badly. <laughs> badly, especially against the Cardinals because it's the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's, it's, so, it's so perfect. Yeah, it's the rivalry. I mean, any poetry in motion. A- Yeah, that would be like – that's like the West Coast equivalent to going to like a Dodgers-Padres game right now. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, the East Coast equivalent to like Yankees-Red Sox. You know what I mean? Like Cubs-Cardinals just – it just hits differently. It really does. And I'm so jealous of you. That's going to be awesome. But, I mean, dude, that that home run just – it was awesome. Like that, that yep. kind of that was like the, the the really truly like the cherry on top for the day. Yeah, definitely because that happens, the crowd goes fucking bananas. And let's be honest, at that point when the game is tied, you know the Cubs oh, weren't of course. going to lose. That wasn't going to happen. There's no fucking way they lose no, after that.
1: Not a chance. I, I, I didn't get a chance to look at like live lines, but I would assume the Cubs were favorites at that point. Hell yeah.
0: Oh my god. Yeah, they had yeah. to have been.
1: Of course, heavy favorites. Even just being the home team in that situation, too, they must have been heavy favorites. As I was gonna say that
0: Rizzo home run gets hit, and it those odds probably flipped pretty quickly. If I had mm-hmm. to guess, I'd be willing to bet they probably went from like a plus one hundred and ten, plus one hundred and twenty, to like a minus like two hundred, right. <laughs> just I, immediately. I
1: so that's what I was thinking too. Without
0: without even missing a beat, because of how quickly that flipped it, and then I mean it, it got even better, which was crazy. Because then you know Jason Hayward singles. Um, unfortunately, I remember a contour struck out in the in the seventh. And then mm-hmm. Mesnick comes up, pinch hits, he gets on base. And then fucking Jock is what probably five feet away from his second home run of the day. Right. And you know, the,
1: you could looking back at that replay, you know, you could have said it shouldn't probably should have been caught. Still, you think about that at bat against uh what's the what's the Genesis Cabrera that got mm-hmm. lefty thrown 99 for Jock Peterson and him he hit i think i saw 102 off the bat i mean regardless of if that ball got caught thank god it didn't but yeah what an at bat what a i mean just a great day for jack
0: oh yeah and, and but like you said like you mentioned it and i like that you kind of mentioned it subtly because i want people to pick up on it it was a left-handed pitcher right the i guy, was told jock couldn't hit lefty right. guys run 99 oh and he smoked it And he absolutely smoked that ball. And it was like upper inside half of the plate, too. Yeah. And he just turned on it and got all of it. And I agree. Maybe that is a catchable play. Who knows? Maybe the sun's in the outfielder's eyes. Like, there's a lot of things that can play into that. He still hit
1: it 102 miles an hour. He he, smoked that bitch. Yeah.
0: That thing was absolutely demolished. Just Mm-mm. a quick comment from our guy Joey Rakota here. He says, "Let's fucking go, guys." Yep. Patton Radio's Ron's radio call made me feel like I was right. there. And Joe, I mean, you you just said that you were listening to the game as well right. on the radio and how how electric even that was on radio. Right. I mean, Pat, I, man, I was excited on a. To. I was I was excited on a game day app. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Little just pitches. I was excited. Mm-hmm. Like I can. Oh man, just it, it, again, that's that's gonna to me going back just quickly to that Rizzo home run, like to me, that is going to be a highlight that we see again all season long. Yep. Just cause it was just such an incredible moment. You know, again, everything built up five home runs. you know, five hall of famers in the, in the ballpark for the day it's against the Cardinals. It's the first day that the city of Chicago is at hundred percent capacity as a city, you know, it's the first day at Wrigley. That's hundred percent capacity. It's, you know, just I a mean,
1: gorgeous day outside, a perfect too. Oh June day, and right. yeah,
0: a perfect June Friday. It's a Friday 120 game. Yep, Bill Murray singing the fucking seventh inning stretch. Like was everything great. was set up to be again, literally like an opening day 2.0, like they call mm-hmm. it. And then that happens. So, of course, that's going to be on highlight reels till we die. Like, let's just yep. be honest with ourselves. Yeah, Anthony Rizzo engineered a 14 pitch home run at bat. Holy shit, like yep. that is absolutely immaculate. And yes. Bill fucking Murray. <laughs> Scott, I agree with everybody. Right. Bill fucking Murray. And honestly, he's he crushed great. it. Yeah, crushed he crushed it. Absolutely crushed it. And who knows? The funny part is he sings and then the Cubs offense explodes for three yeah. runs in the next two innings because obviously there's the double. Hayward and, and Marisnik both come around to score. Hayward scores easily and Marisnik, yep. I mean, relatively easily. I mean, he was hustling and he's a good base runner, so it was easy for him, but and then in the bottom of the eighth, obviously, Willie with the uh, the old insurance run, which yep. we all love and adore. But And, I mean, he got a piece of that, too. I mean, he absolutely nuked that thing. I mean, yeah, taking I'll it pull. away. Especially, and it was impressive because they were talking about it on the postgame show. And I want to say it was either, it might have been Sean Marshall that brought it up. He was like, that ball's tailing away from him. And yet he still is able to get out in front of it and just drive it to the opposite field and i mean and he nuked it like he didn't miss that thing was gone i mean that was in the well that's when you know it's gone definitely it wasn't a cheap hit and oh man it just and then the smile rounding first base too that just adds to it
1: i'm pretty sure i couldn't tell what what i couldn't tell what like hand like thing he made it looked like he made a heart (laughs) to the crowd he did something you guys he i remember i saw something I
0: i saw when he got back to uh to home plate he like some fan was like Went to like give him a high five and like he saw him at the last second, like stopped, turned around and went back and high fived him, <laughs> And ran back. And I was like, that's awesome. That's when, you know, they're just, they're just feeling it. Like, yep. you know, they're excited about it too. Cause I would, at least as an athlete, I mean, again, I, Joe, I know you played, uh, you played in college, right? Yeah. Okay. So I played not baseball obviously, but I played co- collegiate athletics as well. And so like, I imagine that as a former player myself, I would hate playing in an empty ballpark or empty stadium or anything empty because it's just, there's no energy. There's no like atmosphere to it. But like, mm, I still remember our homecoming games at St. Xavier where I played my college football and like that place got rowdy. And we, I mean, it was just, and again, just small NAIA, South side of Chicago, but like, it was a hell of an atmosphere and like that made a big difference. Like we were dominant at home. We rarely ever lost at home. So, I mean, it, it, and I'm sure, you know, it was probably the same for you guys as well. Like Definitely. when you have that crowd noise, the feed off of, it makes such a big difference. And then obviously when you scale that on the way that you do in professional athletics, where it's 40,000 people in a baseball stadium, you know, obviously, some other you know stadiums are bigger or smaller depending on the sport. You know, your basketball and hockey's you know, usually eighteen to twenty-one. Mm-hmm. You know, football is anything from sixty to Jerry World, which is like one hundred and fifty thousand. But like that energy is absolutely fucking bananas, and they yep. they were into it. Like, I got Willie's running back and giving people high fives. He's smiling around in the bases. Justin Fields is getting a standing ovation. Yeah, that because, was great too. Like, how fucking I saw somebody tweet it. I think it might have been Max Markham on uh on twitter he's a big bears personality for those that are not sure to who he is but he was like both baseball teams are in first place which granted we only care about the cubs but both baseball teams are in first place he's like justin fields is a chicago bear um aaron Rodgers is about to get shipped to denver and like something else and i was just like yeah chicago's fucking vibing right now everybody's loving life here in chicago because again it's just like i again i was told that the cubs were going to suck in 2021 right I was told that the bears weren't going to trade up and go get a franchise Mm court. You know, I'm sure Southsiders were told that they were just going to be fucking disappointed again, you know, and, 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 and all of the Chicago sports teams are just giving a big old one gun salute to everybody that said that saying, go fuck yourself. We don't care. Like it's awesome. And just quickly, I want to read this comment for those that are listening to this as a podcast, but <laughs> Joey says to scare the cards out of here. And yeah, let's scare them out of here. Like let the, let that energy in Wrigley field, intimidate mm-hmm. the Cardinals because I it's going to make a difference. It really is. It's going to Agreed. be great. Nice. And, and I'm excited for it. And then Scott from Iowa fields is a Cubs fan. I sure hope he is. If he's yeah, a Cubs nice. fan. I mean, I already like Justin Fields. He right. played for two of my favorite universities that I like to root for in terms of UGA and Ohio State. But like, and now he's a bear. And you just add the fact he's a Cubs fan. It makes it makes hold on. It makes this. I find a lot of noise in the background here. Good right It makes this bad boy absolutely <laughs> worth the investment. It still is. And for those that are listening to the podcast, I'm holding a Justin Fields jersey. But this thing is absolutely worth it if he's a cubs fan it just makes it just makes it that much sweeter it really does absolutely makes it that much sweeter i just made an absolute mess behind me but it, but it is what it is it's fine we're talking about a cubs winner 8 to 5 today i mean just I, I, and, and something else too i think that deserves a lot of love joe and then i'm going to turn it over to you for any other things and thoughts that you have you know in terms of today's game but how about tommy nance going right. two innings and getting the win his first win Again, I know Tony, or uh, Cody likes to say it all the time on Twitter. This guy was in the independent league. Yep. And he is absolutely shoving at the big league level right now. And it's yes, awesome is. to see. Absolutely awesome to see. He's dominant. He,
1: he really is. Still, he, he's got a, I'm looking now, he's still at a zero ERA. He has not given up a run yet. Yeah. see how many total innings. He's got to be up over, you know, 12 innings. At least. I mean, he's, and they, they've used him not, a lot. 11 and a third. There you go. 11 and a third and 12 appearances, zero, zero earned runs. I mean, that's mm. that's incredible.
0: Yeah. And they're not, it's not like they're using him in I again, this is not a shot at anybody. It's not like it's Dylan Maple's time where they're usually down in a game and he's right. getting used. Like Tommy Nance has pitched in some very big situations this year. Mm-hmm. Maybe not really as big has. as guys like Andrew Chafin and Brian Tapera and Craig Kimbrell, which because those are kind of your three headed mm-hmm. monster big guns, but like I mean, Nance, Steele even Keegan Thompson to an extent like they're using these guys who are a little less experienced in high leverage situations and they're, they're showing up and they're giving you a productive outing. Right. And it's impressive. It really is. Yeah, he's
1: he's really filling in my, my favorite reliever that the Cubs have had in the last couple of years has been Rowan Wick and mm. I, he's still on the shelf, but Tommy mm. Nance is really quickly replacing him as my favorite reliever. I mean, he comes in, he mm. just calm, cool and collected. He just gets it done, man. He just gets it done. Just power stuff. Here it is. Go get it, and he's delivering.
0: Yeah, he really is. I mean, it's unbelievable how good he's been, and and uh, that was something I was just gonna add. Can you imagine, like, if Rowan Wick is Ugh. Rowan Wick of old, and you add him to this bullpen?
1: Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't. I haven't seen any updates on him in a while. But man, that would be incredible.
0: That would be insane. He Oh, he he was, was so.
1: He's been so good with the Cubs.
0: I was gonna say, like 2019 and 2020, he was probably the Cubs' best reliever. Oh, easily. So you add that to this dynamic bullpen, that's already elite. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, nobody's touching the Cubs. It literally, it would be, it would be the where's, case. Where, like, where's
1: Brandon Morrow? <laughs> That's actually a good question. I, I, think he, I think he signed again with the Dodgers or something. <laughs>
0: he might be. Yeah, he might yeah, be back in LA. He, I, don't but
1: he, I don't think he's sniffing. I don't think he's sniffing the MLB anymore, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yeah, that right. was one
0: that I think the Cubs unfortunately fucked up, but we won't. We he was won't great. Yeah, he, he was one great. The, but hey, yeah. when he was healthy, he was damn good, but just yeah. unfortunately, I mean, health is the game.
1: Think about it. He did something crazy the year before he came to the Cubs. He pitched in all seven games of the World Series. That's
0: incredible, dude. That's, that's insane. insane. That's bananas. Yeah, yeah. That's insane. Yeah. And he was, I mean, he, he was good too. And yeah. Yeah, that's the crazy part. Like, and again, like that's, that is the crazy thing. Like this bullpen is already incredible, but if you get 2019 Rowan wick or even like 2020 before was, you yeah, got hurt, team, yeah. Wick, yeah. And you add him to the mix. Mm-hmm. Literally, if you are an opposing team, you better absolutely score all of your fucking runs when the starter is in the game, because mm-hmm. if it gets to the bullpen, you're fucked. I'm not mm-hmm. even gonna. I'm not even gonna censor myself on that. You right. are absolutely fucked, because there is absolutely no way, unless you are. Let me put it this way: if you are an opposing hitter and you score a run off of this bullpen when they're dealing the way they are, you better go buy a fucking lottery ticket at the end, of the day <laughs> yes. because that's about the same odds at this point. Like mm-hmm. I, I, they said a stat earlier today on the broadcast. It was like in the last 24 games where Tapera, Chafin, and Kimbrell have pitched. They've pitched like it's like forty innings.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or no, I'm sorry. It's it's they have a zero ERA, forty Ks, and only six walks. That's incredible. Disgusting. That's elite. That is literally that oh, is yeah. elite. Big time. It's is big time. the elite of the elite in baseball.
1: And you know they, they've been showing. I think Kimbrel got up to eighteen saves. I think it was today. I think he's eighteen of twenty or sixteen of eighteen. It's something like that. I
0: think it's sixteen of eighteen. Yeah, you got 16, sixteen of eighteen. 18. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, he I, – I can't even remember those two games he blew. I know one of – them. I, I, I don't know if he has any losses on the year, so I don't know if – we. Had, I think we ended up coming back to win those games or at least not – okay, he's one and two, so let me eat my words a little bit. But
0: that's okay.
1: he's been – you could have told me he's 40 for 40 right now. I believe you. He's yeah. unbelievable.
0: Yeah, he's been insane. I mean, and they've all been insane. And the crazy mm-hmm. part is too is like – Obviously, Kimbrell's the one making the big money. He's making like 14 or 16 or whatever mm-hmm. it is this year. But like Ryan's pair is making like 800K. Right. Chafin's making like 2.2. 2. Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: none of them are making huge money, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, it would be absolutely fantastic. Oh, right. yeah. Joey Ricota, one of those blown losses was the extra inning bullshit. Right. The, I, the, I think it
1: was the, no, was it the Dodgers? Eh,
0: who, cares? It the Dodgers. who cares? Who cares? It don't matter. And then, yeah, dirty who cares? Race. Scott Scott from Iowa has said this before. He really he really wants Craig to get 50 saves. And I'll tell mm-hmm. you what, if that means the Cubs are winning what, 95 maybe hundred games yeah. and they keep it close and he can come in and save all 50 of them, hey man, I'm cool with it. I wouldn't be upset about it. I would I would mm-hmm. not be upset about it at all. But I think I think 35 to 40 is incredibly realistic. Oh at yeah, this exactly. pace. as long as as long as they don't take a huge downturn. It's mm-hmm. like, they're not, they're not really blowing people out. They're winning no, they're convincingly, not. but they're not blowing people out. Oh,
1: I mean, all, a lot of these games have been close. I mean, eight to five, it, it felt like it was, they were up by 20, especially late in the game. Momentum. But that, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's what a lot of the those games have felt like Yeah, where, you know, they're not even letting up a base runner. That tying runs never even touching the the, the plate. So
0: not even a fucking chance. And it's, mm-hmm. but that's, but that's how you want it to be. Right. Like Exactly. You even with a three-run lead, like when if your bullpen is that good, you want them to be able to come into the game, and you feel like you're up twenty runs because they're yep. just that good. I, I mean, again, uh, uh, going back to what they did today: Nance, two innings, no hits, no runs, one walk, two Ks. Tapera, one inning, one hit, no runs, no walks, two Ks. His ERA is only two oh eight. Thompson's mm-hmm. is only two oh one, and then Dirty Craig's is is. <laughs> it's a, it's point, a six nine. It's a point sixty nine. Nice. It's so nice. But but literally, ima- oh, imagine if he would have gotten it down to point six six nine on six nine on Wednesday. <laughs> that would have been too too perfect. Literally would have been too perfect. But like, I mean, they're just they've been so good. And it's it's crazy. And like I know we're just sitting here rambling and like ooing and eyeing over the bullpen, but like they deserve it. They've been that oh, good definitely. at this point in the season. I mean, there's a reason the Cubs are in first place, and it's because they're not blowing games late late. Like, mm-hmm. if they're getting beat up, it's early in the game, usually when the starters are in. But even then, the starters are starting to kind of get their shit together. Obviously, Cole Stewart was kind of the exception today. But, like, Alzale has been really good all year. Obviously, he's hurt now. But, like, Jake put up a good outing his last time. Very out good, there. yeah. Uh, Kyle seems like he's kind of sort of getting it together. The long ball mm-hmm. still kind of haunts yeah, him tomorrow like a bad dream. Tomorrow's a big, day.
1: Tomorrow's yeah, a big I mean, day.
0: for him. The, you know, the long ball still haunts him a little bit like it's a bad dream. But, like, outside of that, he's... He's, he's, he's seeming to figure it out. Baby mm-hmm. seems to be settling in nicely and yes, at least for sure, at least being able to give you a good five. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Trevor, Trevor
1: Williams is trending in the right direction before the appendectomy. So
0: yeah, his big thing, I feel like his big thing is just like, cause of his stuff being so nasty. He just walks a lot of guys right? sometimes. And that'll, that's what I feel like fucks him from going deep into games. Like if mm-hmm. he didn't walk as many guys, he would probably be able to go six pretty consistently, but unfortunately, it, it just feels like, uh, you know, I don't even know. Um Degree versus dirty Cy Young award race. Think he out. means DeGrom. Oh, okay. Especially when the Cubs trade for <laughs> that would be sweet if the Cubs traded for DeGrom. I don't think it's gonna happen though, because the Mets no are actually, shit. they're, in, no they're shit. actually in the race for the NLE.
1: So. I mean, they're in they're they're in first place by like a good yeah. margin, I think, by three yeah. games or something like
0: that. And it's it's been all their pitching. They've right. been unbelievable. Hey, but speaking of the Mets, um, current Met and future Cub, Marcus Strowman's been really good this year, too. You think the uh, Cubs are going to go after him? I'm, I am speaking that into existence. Absolutely speaking that is. First off, he's one of my favorite players in baseball. Got to start um, somewhere. I, I got a I got a Strowman Blue Jays jersey chilling mm-hmm. in my closet right now. Love Marcus Strowman. Actually, uh-huh. there's a Blue Jays hat back there, too. That's autographed yeah. by him that I got. But absolutely love Strowman. But, like, again, the Cubs are showing that, like, you don't need guys that throw 95 to 100 to no, win I, ball I, games.
1: I actually saw a graphic today that – Vanderbilt's starting rotation has a higher average fastball velocity than the Cubs
0: starting rotation. I fully, I fully believe that. But that's also because Vanderbilt's rotation is right, right. that's like the best rotation in college baseball. But, yep. but no, but it's a good point. Like a collegiate rotation throws harder than a a a very prominent major league ball club. Like it's mm-hmm. not like they throw harder than the Baltimore Orioles. They're throwing harder than the Cubs who are in first place right now, mm-hmm. which just shows. But but even then, Stroman throws fairly hard. He's just a, oh, he's yeah. a big ground ball guy. But, again, the Cubs are a perfect team for guys that induce a lot of ground balls because they have an elite defense behind them. Yep. And that's why, literally, like, I I was calling for it this past offseason. Obviously, the whole money thing didn't allow for it. But, like, Marcus Stroman is a perfect fit for the Cubs, especially under David Ross, who, you know, prioritizes defense and wants guys to play good defense and do the little things correctly. Marcus Stroman would fucking win 15 to 20 games easy in Chicago. And – I'm speaking into existence. He's going to be a cup. But that's that's talk for the offseason. Yep. We're worried about this current team right now. Um, and with that being said, Joe, I feel like it's a good time for us to uh, still enjoy this one.
1: Mm-hmm, go definitely. ahead and look
0: ahead to tomorrow's game. So I would t- quickly turn it over to you. Do you got any final thoughts on today that we haven't already addressed or just something you want to sum it up?
1: I think the greatest way to sum up today's game is just, you know, as far as play-wise, the Cubs scored in every inning from the fourth through the eighth. You know, that's G. always, State. that's, oh boy, accompany that with how great the bullpen was pitching. It's just what the doctor wrote on a Friday at 120. So mm-hmm. that's just the perfect way to, to describe today. They did everything they needed to do. So yeah, let's move absolutely. on.
0: Yeah, let's move on. And, but before we do quickly, um, absolutely today was an absolutely incredible day, but do make sure you head over to ONTAP Sportsnet. There was news about a friend of ours, um, a guy that we're hoping to to be doing some more with here. Not only at Cubs ONTAP, but with ONTAP Sportsnet as a whole. Um, big announcement for Obvious Shirts. Mm-hmm. They're going to have their own store right yeah. now, Wrigley. Um, super awesome. Congratulations to Joe. Very well-deserving guy. One of the nicest guys I've ever met. Just super. He grinds on, on that company and what mm-hmm. they're doing. And, I mean, obviously just seeing where they've gone from being – you know what it was to what he is now i mean you know jake's got his shirt and is repping it all the guys are repping obvious shirts so i mean getting to see kind of his process over the couple of years and going from you know uh truly a fan making t-shirts to now being a legitimate business uh is pretty cool so shout out to joe and, yep, and Obvious shirts, definitely um a friend of ours joe i'm going to be emailing you here in a little bit so keep an eye on your uh your inbox pimp if you're listening yep but um no, great guy, well-deserving. So let us go ahead and move on, as you mentioned, Mr. Joe Maris, because these Cubs and Cardinals are back at it again tomorrow. And and change, change of speed here, it is not a day game. It's yeah. not a 120 game on that a Saturday, shocking. which it usually is. It's, mm-hmm. night game. it's a Saturday night baseball at Wrigley Field. This is very, very rare, and anybody that lives in Chicago knows pl- that.
1: They're playing on Fox, unfortunately. That's the reason. Yeah. <laughs> National game.
0: National <laughs> right. game. But still – Still a big deal. Uh, oh, it yeah, doesn't definitely. happen very often. does not happen very often. Again, sometimes you'll get Sunday night baseball, like what it, it is this week as Sunday, well. Yeah. Um, But normally, you know, Friday through Sunday is almost always a day game at mm-hmm. Wrigley. Like that's just tradition at this point. And so for them to be playing a night game is pretty cool. But as we mentioned, the Cardinals are coming back to Wrigley on Saturday, June 12th. For a six fifteen local time uh, first pitch, so Juice, our buddy here at Cubs on Tap, he will be able to watch all right well he's in town but if he was in Grand Rapids he would be watching at 7.15. Um beautiful it'll be it'll be a beautiful night at Wrigley Field. Let's just be honest with ourselves. Uh if you are in the Cardinals market you can listen to the game on KMOX 11.20 a.m or 98.7 FM uh, and then obviously for the Cubs, your usual suspects, 670, the score in WRTO 1200. And then, as you mentioned, Sir Joe Maris, you can watch on Fox because it is a nationally televised game. Mm-hmm. Tr- the Cardinals are trotting out right-handed pitcher John Gant. He is 4-3 and three on the season with a 263 ERA. He's actually been pretty good yep. um, with 41 Ks. Um, he had actually his last outing was probably his worst outing of the year. So far. Had uh, seven earned runs, only four innings of work versus the Reds. Um but he he he's been good. Um, so we'll, we'll we'll see what he does. Um he does, it seems like he walks a lot of people. Yeah, is the walks with nine over his last three starts, which wow. and he leads the MLB with 37 walks this year as a pitcher. Wow. So um I feel like that's a place that the Cubs could take advantage of him. And then for the Cubs, as you mentioned, uh, alluded to a little earlier, Joe. Uh Kyle Hendricks on the mound. He's seven and four on the season after winning his last five starts uh with a four fifty-nine ERA and fifty-six Ks. Um for the professor. So Joe, I will turn it over to you. A little preview for tomorrow, fly the W pick. Uh, and then we'll uh, go ahead and wrap this thing
1: up here shortly. So like you said, Hendricks comes up one of his last five starts. He is trending in all the right directions, you know, and tomorrow is a big game. He's had a lot of good success against the Cardinals, just like most teams, but tomorrow is a big day for him. Tomorrow would really cement his comeback into, you know, being our ACE. So it's, it's a big day for Hendricks. I trust him with my life. So I'm not too worried about that. As far as John Gant, if he conti- you know, if he continues to walk like the uh, walk hitters like that, the Cubs are going to have base runners all day. I mean, we we know the Cubs will take their walks,
0: mm-hmm.
1: minus Hobby, but that's so Hobby everybody... might
0: even walk tomorrow.
1: <laughs> so if they can keep taking their walks, I mean, they're just doing a great job at the plate. Mm-hmm. Don't change a damn thing. Just don't change a damn thing feed off the energy it's going to be just like yesterday or today i mean wow it's just going to be like today it feels like yesterday right? it? <laughs> it's going to be just like today feed off that energy and just pound the cardinals again just pound them into the ground and then i'll be there sunday night for the funeral
0: there you go i love that i absolutely yeah. love that yeah they'll they'll be they'll be they'll be getting the casket ready tomorrow night and then they can they can uh-huh. flip it close and, and nail it down for you on Sunday night. I agree with you, man. I mean, Kyle has absolutely been trending in the right direction. It feels like if any pitcher on the staff is starting to figure his shit out, it's definitely him. Uh-huh. Um, again, just keep the long ball out of the equation. I mean, unfor- I think fortunately for him, if we're being entirely honest, there's only two guys in this Cardinals lineup that truly scare me, and that's obviously Goldschmidt and Arenado. Uh-huh. But, but, you know, you know just, be just be smart. Hard. Obviously, just pitch well. well Hendricks always, always pitches well at home. I think that's a, a big thing to consider here too. So as long as he does all the right things, uh, I agree with you. I think they can get a win tomorrow night. Uh the Cubs are again, like you said, they always work good at bats. I mean, we just we just talked for like five to ten minutes about Anthony Rizzo's fourteen pitch home run at bat today. Mm-hmm. So like it shows this team knows how to work deep counts. You know, get Gantt out of the game early and then just beat up on this bullpen. I mean, that they it worked today. You know, you beat up you beat up on Oviedo, you got him through what, five? And then yeah, he you was get another fifth Yep. So I mean just do the same thing tomorrow and, and it should work out just fine. Um interested to see the starting lineup. I would imagine it's probably going to be very similar to mm-hmm. today's um because again another right-hander on the mound so like I don't think Jocks getting a day off by any means.
1: You know um, actually thinking about it this might I don't be surprised to see Chris Bryant back at third base tomorrow because I think mm-hmm. they're going to get half in the outfield. Face he'll, he'll be able to bat left-handed. True can't sit jock after i mean you're just not gonna sit jock after today Nothing. hayward unless you know they're gonna give him an off day for uh you know he's still recently off the il I think, we're gonna, yeah, to I think we're gonna see Bryant back at third base so hmm. don't be surprised to see that but we'll say who knows i mean you know hayward might get the day off or something but tomorrow yeah, you know i think wisdom's maybe due for an off day yeah but he's played we'll he's see.
0: played a lot he, mm-hmm. He's played a lot, and I mean, granted, he still has produced. I mean, obviously, not the same clip that he started because right. it's just outer worldly and impossible to keep going. But I mean, he's he's still been solid. He plays a really good defense too. He made a couple of really nice plays today at third. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and and honestly, I don't mind Chris in the outfield because it saves. Oh, not lot. at all. And especially being a bigger guy, like when you can save his knees like that, a it's going to prolong his career. That's why I ultimately think he's best destined for left field. Which again. I have no problem with Chris Bryant being the everyday left fielder for the Chicago Cubs for 10 more years. does yep. not bother me a single time. Sign game. me up. Sign me up. Extend him. Extend Rizzo. I don't know what they're going to do with Baez. I feel like he's probably the biggest wild card. Um, I know people will be like, well, Boris is Bryant's agent, so he's the biggest wild card. Sure, fine. But if we're just talking straight up off of organizational depth, their role in the team and what they do, Rizzo and Bryant are exponentially more important than Baez. And I'm just Mm – I'm calling a spade a spade. I love Javi. I'm never going to dirty talk Javi. I absolutely love Javi Baez. Even if he's not a Cub, I'll still love him. But they are so deep at shortstop in the system. And let's be honest, Nico could play there every day if he really needed to. They are – They just drafted a first round shortstop. Right, right. As you say, Ed Howard was literally just their first round pick. They're deep in the outfield, but like – if Chris is playing left and first and eventually DH every other day, you can still have your 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 top outfield prospects come and play. Then you could play Chris every every once in a blue moon at third. But they have also guys that can play third. You know, uh-huh. honestly, I wouldn't here's what I wouldn't be mad about. If they find a way to keep all three, eventually just move Javi to third base. When Ed Howard's ready, move Javi to third, and then you literally have a gold glove infield because it'd probably be Javi at third. Shortstop would be Nico. Or excuse me, uh, Ed Howard, second base would probably be Nico, and then Anthony Rizzo would be your first baseman. You literally have a Gold Glove caliber outfield or uh-huh. infield, and then you got Chris, who plays good defense in left field. You probably by that time are probably going to have either Brennan Davis or Cole Roeder as your center uh-huh. every day, and then who knows what the fuck they do with right field by that time. But if if Jay Hayes still here, he's a Gold Glover too. All the more reason that Marcus Stroman should be a Cub, and then Nicholas Cacciano <laughs> comes back. He's your everyday right. DH, hits 80 bombs every year. It'll be great. It'll be fine, everybody. It'll be just fine. Um, but, no, I'm right there with you, man. I think they get the win tomorrow. Um, who is your Fly the W pick for tomorrow? I think
1: I got to go with Jock. You know, I, Last time I was on the show, I picked Jock to put one in the seats, did it against Darvish, right? Yep. Did, it again, did it again today. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if he's going to put one in the seats tomorrow, but three for four. Just absolutely locked in right now. I think he's gonna stay hot. And they were talking about it on the radio today too. You know, he this is his first taste at hundred percent Wrigley crowd as a cub as a Cubs uh player. But mm-hmm. you know, he said he has experienced it, especially in the playoffs with the Cubs oh, playing yeah. the Dodgers. So he's not new to it, but being on the side of it, and he's gotta be just absolutely <laughs> feeling it. So I think he's gonna have another good day tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I think he's dialed in and I warned people. I fucking warned people, Joe. I said, "Don't let Jock get hot." Yep. So the and power is coming. What they do they do? They let him get hot.
1: The power so, was the power was coming. I know. Me and Cody were on a show probably a, oh, a month ago. At this point, we said the power is coming. He's mm-hmm. got seven home runs.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's here. I warned people, and nobody listened. So, guess what? The rest of the MLB gets to pay for it, and yeah. and then it, it amuses me. So I, I'm obviously going to be happy about it as well. Definitely. Um, you know, tomorrow's interesting. So I, I got to look at some splits. I don't know how many guys have seen Gant. Actually, not. Yeah, many. he's Ooh. yeah, he's young. I already got it. No, nope. I, I looked at numbers and I looked at batting average and I looked at stats and I already got my guy for tomorrow. Give me the 14 pitch at bat king. There you go. Anthony Rizzo for tomorrow yep. because he is batting 556 against Gantt in his career and nine at bats with a homer wow. and two RBIs. So do give it. me Riz, Give me Riz. Hey, do it. His power's dude, coming too. Here's the thing. This dude, this dude has no problem being honest. I'm not going to say the comments, but I think everybody knows what I'm alluding to.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He has no problem being honest. And then he goes up there and he fucking busts his ass at the plate. Works an incredible at bat. It's yep. a fucking nuke to right field screaming rowdy, I mean, let's just let's call a spade a spade here, folks. He's the closest thing to Mr. Cubs since Ernie. He came. is the Cubs. Yes,
1: he is, he is the Cubs. Of Joe our Madden, Atlanta especially.
0: Yes, I remember. I remember Joe Madden said it, and I, I still remember it to this day. Joe Madden said Anthony Rizzo is the main ingredient that makes the omelet. He is the Mm-mm. egg of the omelet because that's what he is. He's the captain. Yep. There's a reason that people say to put the fucking C on his chest,
1: exactly, because
0: he's the captain of this team. Tomorrow he shows up uh juice spoke it into existence during that san diego series for those last two games that the captain's got to put the team on his back he did mm-hmm. that i think he had what five or six rbis in those last two games like and that. then he went ahead and did it again today with his his solo shot that was huge i don't know if he goes yard but i think he has a good day tomorrow i'm gonna take anthony Rizzo as my flyer, i like it the w pick joe before we get out of here, I do want to remind everybody Cubs on Tap is the official Cubs podcast, the On Tap Sports Network. Go ahead and check out all of our great content over at www.ontapsportsnet.com and at On Tap Sports on social media. You can also po- follow the pod specific account that is at Cubbies, not Cubs, Cubbies, C U B B I E S on Tap. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. I am at Loose On Tap on Twitter. Joe is at Joe Maris on Twitter. You can go ahead and follow both of us there. We also got guys like Juice at Juice On Tap. We got Cody at Cody On Tap. We got Marty Laval at Marty Laval uh go check his spelling though when you when you go find him um we got joey Rakota here in the in in the comments the riot 326 hey joey if you're still listening i've been nailing your your twitter account actually to a t when i've been doing it i've been very very pleased so far because i was like i think it's the riot 326 but i'm not sure and i nailed it so i'm very proud of myself about that um but you go follow him. You go follow all the Cubs on tap contributors. We do a hell of a job here. Um, I'm very, very, very proud to say that I'm a part of of this group of guys. Um, And then we got other great coverage bears. We were talking about Justin Fields today. Uh Bulls, Blackhawks and Cubs fans. We all got at least one friend that's a White Sox fan. We love our White Sox guys. They're our buddies. Yep. We don't love the Sox, but we love our Sox on tap team. You go ahead and bring your friends over as well because uh, they'll enjoy our coverage too. So once again, www.ontapsportsnet.com and at ontapsportsnet Sportsnet on social media, the ONTAP Sports Network. Go ahead and check out what's on tap in Chicago sports. Joe, what do you say, man? We get out of here the only way we know how to, especially against the Cardinals. <laughs> Let's go Cubs. And fuck the Cardinals. Exactly.